Greetings everyone, you're listening to The Aquila View. I'm your host Narayan and we're back with yet another interesting episode today. Today, we have with us Team Countervail from the Heritage International School, Gurugram. Probably a team that is now competing in India Nationals, obviously with us. Uh, so probably before moving in, I'd like all the team members to break the ice for all of us and probably introduce themselves first. We'll start with Arav. Hi, so my name is Hi, so my name is Arav, and I was the design engineer, one of the design engineers. Okay, uh, Agrit. Hey, my name is Agrit. I was the graphic designer for the team. I did all the posts and presentations. Uh, Samarth. Hey, I'm Samarth. I was the public relations manager and managed the social media accounts for our marketing. Uh, Tvarit. Yeah, hi, I'm I'm Tvarit. I was the team manager for Team Counterfeit. Uh, so over the next course of 20 to 25 minutes, uh, we'd be talking to all of these young minds uh, over different different aspects of Formula One in schools and how uh, Formula One in schools have kept them very much busy and about their adventurous journey till here. So moving ahead and without uh, wasting any further time, let's get into the podcast. So firstly, uh, welcome everybody to what we call the Aquila View family. And uh, I'm really glad that you guys made out time uh, to be here on the show. Uh, Also, I hope that you all have been doing extremely well and healthy, uh, seeing the situations that are going around now uh, around us. Uh, Definitely, uh, if you talk about the COVID-19 pandemic uh, here in India, probably it has hit us so hard that probably uh, the next six months, we can't imagine that what's going to happen. So I'd like to uh, know something from you guys that what the situation of COVID-19 is back there in Gurugram. It's bad. Yeah. So, uh, it, I mean, how, how things look like is the, what, 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 I mean, the news that we've been seeing, is it true or has it been manipulated? The numbers that we are getting, how, how is it looking? I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's true because like uh, till uh, this week, we also had a lockdown in Gurgaon and then uh, many of my relatives also got infected, but now they are all luckily fine. Randy, we all would recover from the second wave soon, right? And obviously the vaccination is going on a pace right now probably uh if you see the positive side uh, and positive aspect of what's going on uh probably yes vaccination is the thing right because uh, it would be the key from not getting us uh, infected from the covid 19 pandemic but also there are situations where people who have been vaccinated are being infected so uh moving on to my first question uh i'd like to know that uh, how was the formation of team counter will look like and uh, obviously you guys come from the same high school if i'm not wrong right so did you guys uh, know each other well before the competition or uh, after the competition you guys had a great bonding i mean it was a mix uh, there were a few people who we re- really knew well and then there were a few people who were new but i think now we can all say we're great friends that's amazing school is a competition that probably has a lot of work indulged into it and uh, that obviously gets each and everyone who's working in the team very very close to each other because that is required out of the competition uh definitely uh my next question uh to you guys i mean probably Twarit, because you are probably managing the team 
is uh, what according to you is a true leader or uh, i mean how should what are the skills that a leader sh should possess and uh, how should uh, i mean how should it look like that uh, a team i mean how how are you guys taking actions together yeah i i think uh, i always thought of the quote that a leader should lead by action uh, and i took it too hard with uh, how i you know managed the team in particular so i helped out in all the different fields and then i was really hands on with all the work we did and i think that helped a lot in uh, what we have right now uh, yeah i think uh, that's what i think so for it uh, any biggest challenge that you faced uh, in team right now and how you guys encountered that thing i think uh, this is actually quite a funny story uh, yeah i think uh, just before the submission i think we had started doing all the submissions uh, on the day we didn't want to do it earlier we just uh, you know took the last day to check everything if it's fine and then we you know compiled everything in one folder getting ready to submit and almost before 2 hours we realized that our um, our car file is 100 uh, mb over limit i think it was around 50 mb yeah so yeah so we opened it and then uh, in the end we tried uh, to do a lot of different things uh, it it turns out that uh, our design engineer had as great as he is uh, didn't uh, delete some of the um, he didn't delete he didn't clean up after himself that's uh, yeah so there were a lot of uh, structures that he just hid so uh, once we deleted that once we just isolated the car um, there was some problem with the color and the appearance um, that was uh, and then and then by the end we try, managed to fit it all in a zip file uh, and i think just on the clock 9 9 pm or a few seconds before that we uploaded it but it turned out that uh, the fr people uh, messed up and it doesn't actually accept zip files yeah then we just uploaded the normal file and then we asked them uh, to just grant us uh, yeah perhaps not give us any penalty points because uh, it was some mistake from their end yeah exactly and probably i guess uh, that saved you guys i mean not cleaning up all of these things right so that's that's great <laughs> that's a horrifying story because it, it's just before the submission right so definitely we are all afraid that all right if this much late uh, there might be some penalty points and that's the biggest thing you could hurt yeah and actually we started uh, quite a bit early too we, i think uh, the whole day was invested in just you know checking all the submissions seeing if they're all right uh, and and then the car uh, the car fiasco took almost 2 hours uh actually uh that was that was a great thing uh, my next question is related to sponsorship so i mean uh probably if if you talk about formula 1 in schools competition uh, obviously there are a lot of things and a lot of expenses related to it and uh, and probably we are on, i mean as a team we are only dependent on sponsors to get all of these things get cleared and uh, probably we could uh, go ahead in the competition so what was the strategy made behind sponsorships and how did you guys approach all of these sponsors that you got on board and uh, I mean, uh, what is was it just through mutual connections or was it cold? Uh, actually, this is quite a long story. Uh, so a uh, long story, but uh, I think first, uh, what we did was uh, because first of all we isolated what we actually needed from sponsors since this is 
around in which there shouldn't be any physical uh, you know interaction we didn't really need that much so there were very few things we isolated which was like a website we wanted a website a domain and then um, jerseys for each of us uh, so we isolated a few things but we also could have if we got extra money we could have used it uh, for other things for example testing etc so how we approached it was first we did a lot of prospecting um so we wanted to focus on uh, startups or companies in its nascent stages and uh, you know local companies so we could support them and uh, it wasn't because in regionals uh, there there's a lot to offer but uh, you know you still haven't proved yourself uh, that high that uh, big corporations can uh, invest in you uh, without mutual connection so uh, we tried to uh, do that and then Uh, after prospecting we i i still remember we had called uh, a lot of people like dozens of um, companies uh, trying to convince them of course that was all fruitless we said that we created a ppt but uh, that didn't really work well so then we um, then we t- uh, focused on networking uh, you know reaching out to mutual connections and uh, people and then through that we got two sponsors uh, which yeah i think uh, yeah they are inv home and home for you okay so probably uh, are they sponsoring you in cash or in kind uh in kind actually in our uniforms yeah i think uh, we focused on in kind sponsorships as i think uh, that's a much better way to go than in cash so my next trailing question to this is that as you stated that i mean the competition was not physical and probably that was uh, something that we did all of us did virtually and that probably was a great experience right uh, so what do you think is better i mean uh, a physical competition or a virtual competition or a hybrid of that i think they both have their pros and cons i mean uh, this time we couldn't race our cars which is something i'm sure all of us really wanted and um, yeah but i think uh, like in the pit display for example this time we didn't have to assemble it on stage and then that's uh, an entire other demon uh, yeah there are pros and cons but i personally prefer uh, the physical competition and uh, you can ask the others because uh, i think yeah there's just more uh, vigor and challenges in the physical competition which you won't be able to encounter actually and probably it saved us saved us a lot of costs as well right so i think yes uh, so uh, i mean uh, aro what's your opinion on this yeah i mean like the online is basically a limited version of the extended competition or the physical competition this time we didn't have to do like as much work as we had to do for physical but i think we all wanted to do that much work because that gives us the real experience yeah that that's true uh, agrit i mean what do you what would what would you prefer a physical competition or a virtual competition or probably i mean taking pros from both of these things and just making a hybrid version of it so um, what would i do is that i would go with the hybrid version instead cuz in physical you can actually meet with your teammates you know and collaborate and make the car together in online is it's a bit more harder than that you know communicating with each other someone's online someone's not so i think hybrid i would prefer a hybrid option you know some of the work we do online then some of the work we do as a physical team that's great samarth so uh, probably my next question is regarding digital media and marketing so uh, i mean probably if you talk about social media in whole it's it's just it's it, it is just not instagram but it's probably how you manage uh, 
all of the social media handles like uh, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, and uh, LinkedIn probably. So, uh, what was the strategy made behind all of these social media platforms, and how was uh, how how well did you guys were able to probably uh, align it with your team identity? So, um, basically, what our idea was to um create some interactive posts at the start. First, we um first we introduced the team, then we gave updates about the car and the team and how was the progress. Then we started to do some interactive posts on the same. Okay, that's amazing. And yeah, we also did a social media analysis to see on which platform we can thrive the most uh, for marketing and how we can best create our team as a brand. So, like we also uh, saw how different age groups were on different social media platforms. So, like there were more adults on Facebook and more people from our age group on Instagram. So then we also made posts accordingly on each platform, and uh, the, uh, and we also tried to engage them with interactive posts as a good set. Yeah, this time we actually uh, focused on Instagram and LinkedIn. We didn't uh, dwell in uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook a lot because Instagram, uh, uh, most of uh, the science enthusiasts, uh, etc., were on Instagram according to our analysis and as well people from our age group uh, and as some said adults were on Facebook and but uh, most of businesses were on LinkedIn so we focused on these two platforms. We also uh, focused heavily on our team identity uh, which are our team colors I'm sure uh, if you've uh, browsed through our social media page it would be apparent. Uh, we, we had a gradient and yeah, we focused we based all our things around that even our presentations etc. Yep, exactly and uh, probably just uh, scrolling down through your social media and probably your website as well. Uh, team identity could def team identity was something that could definitely uh, be justifiable. That all right, the team has probably worked on team identity a lot. So that's it. That's great. Uh, my next question is regarding the design of your car. So probably, uh, uh, Harsh, uh, I'd like to redirect this to you. Uh, what is the inspiration that you guys take before just uh, making the car? Right, because uh, I mean, we all take inspirations from anything that we see around, and probably just put in in a con, just put that concept in a thing that we're working on. So, what was your inspiration behind designing the car of the team? This is basically my second time in the competition, and you do this. I actually uh, had to start off by exploring the software uh, to a great depth. There were a lot of resources that I had to use uh, from the software itself, and they were they were really essential in designing the car, but um, different parts of the car were really uh, inspired by different designs. Some of them were also based on advice I got from experienced uh, individuals in the field of aerodynamics generally and car design. Uh, so yeah, so uh, the side part of our car was basically inspired by a car named Lotus 79. It was, um, I, I believe it was quite a big success when it came around. Um, it sort of revolutionized uh, its area as well because um, the side part that they had was essentially um, it firstly created venturi flow and it also helped with additional downforce at the sides of the car and i suppose that would be something that we could really use because initially uh what i have termed the seat chassis was actually empty from the back and um, that meant it may have had a tendency at that time to tip back which is why i thought by integrating downforce towards the sides we might be able to balance that effect um this is our side port now yes this is our side port uh, but other parts of the car were also inspired through observation of people before how they've designed their car um getting a sense 
of what they had going on in their minds. Of course, I wasn't supposed to, and I, I didn't uh, take their ideas and put them into our card. But um, one particular uh, front wing design that stood out to me was uh, essentially it was a very simple design, but uh, very carefully modeled because it pushed air over the wheels and around the wheels as well. Right. So um, it so uh, that was uh, created through an option called Edit Form. So that that's great. Probably, uh, I mean, which which softwares uh, you are using for analysis and designing? All right. So for uh, designing, just designing, we're using Fusion 360. Um, Fusion 360 also allows some CAM testing uh, to an extent through a uh, option so manufacturing. Uh, through that, we got to know which places might be cut too deeply into according to the design and the tool path that the structure in the software would um, guide. So based on that, uh, CAM testing allowed us to make some very small tweaks in terms of uh, fillets in areas, perhaps to what depth we've cut into the main body, uh, especially um, especially uh, one area if I talk about just very quickly was the uh, rear wing. Uh, so we, we do know that the CAM tool that or the tool that we will be using to machine our car only works in certain directions, right? So it um, I believe it, uh, it. It can't machine from the top, so it, it can machine from the side essentially. And due to that, it won't be able to cut into edges that are hidden away from its tool path. So changes like that were made through the CAM testing. So uh, probably uh, you used uh, only Fusion 364 CAM and both designing, or I mean, uh, was a uh, different software also involved in uh, testing? We actually used um, we actually used Flow Design, and yeah. Uh, we're actually very lucky to have flow design. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Autodesk discontinued it only for people who actually had the download. They could use it, and then we had to get the download from someone who was on our last year's team. It was a big struggle, but it was much easier than trying to learn uh, another auto. And yeah, it just in, it just outputted the drag coefficient and everything we needed instead of uh, us calculating it through Autodesk. So that was a bit uh, big save. Exactly. So what was what probably was your drag coefficient value? All right. Uh, so uh, from testing, we found that our car actually had a coefficient of 0.12. So uh, that's actually, it's actually much lower value than, you, than, than we expected. But I'm also aware that low drag coefficient value isn't indicative of a very good car, essentially. Because if you look at the mathematics behind that value, theoretically, you can do a very short analysis to see that it's, it's, it's really a ratio between um, drag force and uh, velocity wear, essentially, as well. So it's it's a proportionality between um, the ratio between drag force and uh, velocity squared. So just using that maths, you can see that a very small change in velocity prompts a very large change in drag force. So it also affects the values. So I think uh, more than what we liked from the actual uh, drag coefficient, we focused on uh, the airflow around the car. Am I right, Harsh? Because I think that was much more indicative of how it would perform rather than drag coefficient. So we focused on that and then we saw whether there would there was any turbulence and then we edited those parts accordingly. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Uh, moving on to my next question. Uh, probably we talked about marketing, we talk about sponsorships, we talk about team leadership. We talk about the design and manufacturing of the car. Uh, probably my next question is a sort of generic question, probably. Uh, so you guys have already qualified for the national and that's all obviously a big deal. And uh, what do you guys think is the most important aspect uh, of Formula 1 in schools as a competition in order to win the competition? Is it the portfolio or is it the pit display? What is it? Probably, uh, I mean, if we follow the scorecard, probably, I mean, we've definitely gone to know that, all right, uh, the design and engineering portfolio and the verbal presentation carry most of the marks. 
but uh, what do you think according to is the most difficult and the important i think i think as a component uh, the car is pretty important because uh, i think let me uh, i just double checking i think it's about uh, yeah it's about 220 uh, 330 points uh, for the car including the suit airing judging specification and design and engineering portfolio uh, yeah i think that's important but uh, yeah so i th- that's uh, the most important individual component then we have a uh, team identity pit display which i uh, and marketing which in total are uh, also just as important so i think uh, the most important thing in terms of this was teamwork because uh, there was a lot of back and forth for example uh, when making the portfolios uh, we had to go back and forth with agrit who was our um, graphic designer uh, creating a good and appeasing design uh, and then as well the same thing with the pit display marketing we had to uh, Yeah, so I think teamwork was an important part in this. Uh, we had there was a, yeah, it was a very important aspect of this is division of labor. Essentially, the competition is so it, it's quite big essentially, and it's not possible for just a small, small group of people to handle it. Which is why everyone must be willing to complete their role to the best of their capabilities and within time. Because if even one section of the comp or uh, one component of the team, because qualification is based on a multiple uh, m- multiple aspects not just the engineering or not just how you appear on social media or not even just uh, how your pitch looks it's a lot of things yep exactly so probably each and every aspect is important and you you, you couldn't just say that all right if you did your portfolios right so probably you're going to win right so yeah i i totally agree to your point so my next question to all of you guys is uh, how has your uh, school contributed uh, in whatever whatever you guys have been doing till now and uh, i mean is was there a back end support that was probably given uh, to you guys in order to learn or excel in what you guys have been doing uh, i'll be honest right uh, i mean personally i think the school was supportive in terms of if we needed any resources then they would give it to us like for example uh, our 3d printing and if we actually needed any of that uh, i remember having a conversation with our uh, makers lab teacher saying that if we needed anything uh, regarding that uh, then just ask uh, but in terms of but we didn't really need anything since this was a digital uh, a virtual round and yeah and most of our sessions or most of our learnings were just extracted from the uh, f1 in school sessions so uh, not so much this time but i remember last time the uh, the school was a huge help with 3d printing uh, actually uh, another fun story if i could share uh, yeah last time actually uh, what happened was uh, we had arranged the 3d printing sponsor and everything but it turned out that uh, there was some problem with delivery or something so uh, the competition was uh, it wasn't able to uh, the uh, 3d prints weren't able to uh, weren't uh, delivering in time so last moment we had to get our school uh, to help us 3d print it and then they were quite helpful that's, that's amazing so i mean probably you had a backup at the school so i mean that's great uh coming forth uh, my next question is uh, probably uh, related to what formula 1 in school or the competition is so uh, i'd need all of your opinion on this so i mean obviously we all are doing competition to win right but there's much more than winning this competition because uh, as uh, hersh told and uh, what we got to know about uh, through this podcast that there are multiple aspects to the competition and uh, if there are multiple aspects there are multiple skills that we gain out of this thing 
right so probably uh we'll start with ro and get to know that all right why each one of us is doing this competition in particular uh so yeah you get a lot of learning and experience functions like this because like i have learned a lot about cft and how you model a car it's great abrit um so basically my reason for doing f1 in school so basically learn about how how the car and how everything around f1 works so i basically went into graphic design thing so i learned a lot about what people like like to see and what they want to see in a social media post yeah and i mean probably you're doing a great job on that as well yep so yep heard so um for me essentially i came into this project to learn again of course as everyone has said i learned a lot about for me it was design uh, steps for preparation of manufacturing for example because i wasn't only the design engineer i was also uh, responsible for research on manufacturing um and then there's a lot of information i learned just from those two roles and mostly from manufacturing because there's a wide variety of options when it comes to 3d printing or uh, so 3d printing is essentially where you can explore and uh, there were tons of different filaments there were a lot of properties you had to compare to come to a final choice so firstly so that that's it essentially research skills and acquisition of knowledge that i that i believe was why i participated in this competition all right ishan uh, for me i'm a pretty big formula 1 fan so i really wanted to know how the cars are designed everything works behind the team so i got exposed to that and i also uh, learned about the various parts of uh, getting a sponsor how to manage uh, sponsorships and uh, how to manage social media that's great uh samarth yeah so the reason i did this competition was because of the various learning opportunities it uh, it showed me so like i learned a lot about how to get engage- engagement on ba- uh, on the social media platforms and how to make our team a brand and advertise appropriately it also uh, made me understand uh, what we need to do in order to get sponsors and how we should show our team uh, to success uh, to success uh, to succeed in the competition probably yes uh twarit uh yeah so i think uh, in simple terms f1 in schools is basically a learning uh, experience and uh, this time i think i was really lucky because since as a team manager i you know was hands on in everything so uh, i you know i got to learn more about uh, how uh, to make posts appeasing with our grip and then how uh, the basics of car designing and um, aerodynamics with arav and uh, uh, harsh and then uh, yeah sponsorships from um, sponsorships from ishan and then yeah it was just a collaborative experience and i personally uh, i think uh, an important part of this is uh, you know evolvement of uh, you know what we're doing so at first uh, i wasn't as great a leader i didn't manage the team as great as i uh, think i'm doing right now so yeah there were a lot of uh, opportunities to learn and then improve probably yes i mean uh, whatever i heard from all of you guys is probably true and uh, as stated by fnn schools itself is that uh, it's once in lifetime experience that a kid could probably get in the in the field of stem and technology right and probably uh, twarit if i were to continue your point uh, as a team manager myself uh, i probably see that all right uh, you get to explore a lot of things and you probably uh, are involved in each and every aspect in each and every domain of the team and probably uh, you get to know that all right uh, how how exactly a team functions right and it probably doesn't mean that if uh, if you have that team manager tag or team leader tag so probably you're not on the 
you're definitely not one who just leads from the front but a true leader is someone who leads from behind right so that that's great and uh, probably by this i mean we all might i mean we have come to almost an end of this conversation and before uh, concluding the podcast i'd like that i like all of you probably to answer this question that uh, i mean I mean, I, I guess I've told it multiple times that you guys have been internationals now. But uh, what is the strategy that you guys are planning to probably win the nationals and probably be a world fan in this team now? I think we're just going to do what we did for the qualifiers. Just work much harder and do the same thing better. I think yeah, that's our strategy. So uh, just just in terms of the designing aspect, um, this time uh, much of our car was also based off on the uh, the videos that uh, F1 has also given us. Now, of course, um, we know that the car they give isn't essentially the most aerodynamic, which is why we made changes. But in the next round, I think it would be better for us to start from scratch with the car because that actually opens up a lot of opportunities for modeling. Do I've uh, seen many of the cars aren't even remotely close to the structure that um, the videos that we've been given, the tutorial videos, uh, guide us towards. So, I think starting from scratch will allow us to create a larger variety of more effective uh, graduations, more effective curvatures, which might make our car much more aerodynamic and in this round. That's great. That's great. Samad, uh, Aro, Agrit, Ishan, do you have anything else to add? Like, what's your strategy in your particular field? Yeah, so uh, I would personally reflect on the scorecard, like uh, how the judges scored marketing and the team identity and then according to that build on um build on the next plan for nationals also i want i would see that uh how which type of post would get more got more engagement and then work ad- accordingly for the nationals that's that's amazing so probably we got to know about what your strategy as a team leader in order to succeed and probably in terms of design and also manufacturing this time i guess so uh, probably Formula One in Schools India has probably asked us to manufacture the cars, probably. So definitely it would be another aspect that we have to fill. I mean, by all of these uh, things, we definitely have to come. Uh, we have come to the end of this, I mean, wonderful, insightful session with these amazing people. I mean, uh, it didn't feel that, all right, we were talking for about an hour. Right, and uh, in 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 uh, in the initial phase of the podcast, I said that we'd be talking about twenty to twenty five minutes, and probably it's an hour. So, probably it was lovely interacting with these amazing people from uh, Team Countervale, uh, from the Heritage School, uh, Gurugram, and uh, I hope everyone who is listening to the podcast probably might have got a much much of knowledge in order to succeed or in order to probably uh, get something that uh, probably get something out of this podcast that they could implement in their team. So till then, uh, stay tuned to the Aquila View. I'm your host, Narayan, signing off with this amazing people from Team Counterweight.